Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today to continue our live launch secrets series. It's been so fun. I did the first uh, three episodes uh, the last week. And at the time of this recording, we just got back from a little trip. We actually had a really full weekend this last weekend. We had my son, my oldest, had a basketball tournament, which was we he played more games than they usually do in the tournament. He's in a club. He plays club ball. And so how they do it is uh, tournaments. So instead of playing like one game on the weekend, they play full tournaments depending on how many tournaments they sign up for. So generally we're... You know, in the peak season, we're doing tournaments sometimes every weekend, every other weekend at least, and then things are starting to taper off. But he had a tournament. My youngest had a soccer game, and then we had Luke Combs tickets. So we went to the Luke Combs concert, which was really amazing. And then we went off into a little getaway trip. My husband is on a board, and he has to meet quarterly with his board and I get to tag along. <laughs> we left the kids home with the nanny and went for a little overnight trip and celebrate our anniversary. So I feel like I have lived an entire decade over the last couple days and it's been so amazing. And I have had so many like personal breakthroughs and it's obviously contributed to just how I'm feeling um, in my body, right? It's sort of like as you evolve in your life and your business, you just start to really settle into your own skin, like who you are as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, whatever that looks like, you know, as a wife, as a mom. And I'm just in a really, really beautiful um, growth season, which is not ironic that it comes right after a super dark season for me. So what um i've just been and dark season by mostly by the means of a lot of just you know being called inward like to really look inside and you know i tried to you know do all these different things and i kept kind of you know running it felt like i was running into a wall and i know what that means i know that that means that it's all the inner work so that's for another episode but i am just feeling so grateful And, um, I really want to be an example of women that can have it all. Right. And I feel like literally, I think I just sometimes can't believe it. Like this is my life and I, I love it. I love my business. I love my team. I love my family. I love me. And I say this not to brag, but more of encouragement because the journey is not straight and narrow and it is not easy. And gosh, I have been through so much pain, you know, and I feel like I'm just kind of, you know, really 
enjoying the fruits of that labor, not to say that it's over. Like I know that business and life, it's that ebb and flow and you're going to have the peaks, you're going to have the valleys. And it's really like leaning into that very moment in whatever that looks like and making sure you are getting the most out of it, even if it's not the greatest. So that's a little live update on my end, but let's get into today's episode. We've been talking about the five stages of live launches, and so far we've covered really the the core stages to gaining that momentum and building up into the peak. I kind of build out this visual as, you know, the planning process is sort of that groundwork. You're literally like at the bottom of the mountain looking up. The launch runway is starting to take you up the mountain, and the peak of this entire experience is that launch event and at this point there's not a lot you can do to quote-unquote build momentum this isn't a momentum phase of your launch process it's really about the transition right so if you think about really climbing the mountain you're at the peak you're enjoying sort of what that hike looked like and felt like and now you get to enjoy you know, the the fruits of that labor, climbing up that mountain and seeing the view from there. And then you're starting to prepare for that descent. And what's important to note, I say this to say, it's important to really um, discern sort of where your priorities are and what your objectives are for each phase. A lot of people are still trying to build momentum in the, you know, fourth, fifth stages, but it's really starting to close out and making sure that you are seeing each stage for what it is and what the purpose is, right? So the last episode, we talked about the launch event. And again, you're at the peak of the mountain. This is sort of your time to shine and also serve your audience at the highest level. The fourth stage of live launching is the offer invitation. And this is the transition. So this is when you transition from teaching, giving value to the pitch, if you will. And I don't love to call it the quote unquote pitch because so many people are very, um, you know, there's a lot of like conflict or maybe just a lot of like negative emotions that are connected to that word. But I really want to change that dynamic for you because I think when you really see it for what it is and you start to really lean into this idea of selling, you will forever change the game of your industry, your business. And so when we think about that offer invitation, now what we're doing is our role is to demonstrate how we can help people through the means of our specific program, product, or service. Now remember, when we're doing the groundwork, you're already deciding ahead of time what you're selling. And it sounds so obvious, but a lot of people get to the peak of the mountain, right, in the offer invitation, and will either not even mention the offer or kind of skim over it. The other thing that I see is that you're trying to sell more than one thing or give options. And so when we really think about the one big thing and really give attention to the offer invitation in its own stage, it puts more priority and importance in it for you. And this is obviously one of the most important pieces of it all because if you did all of this for just teaching, which is so good, right? Again, I love the live launch model. I love teaching my audience new ways of thinking, believing, and seeing, and doing. 
But ultimately, if I never share my offer, right, it is all for nothing. I don't want to just help people in sort of free containers. I want to go deeper with them. I want to show them bigger, deeper transformations. And when you think about even our launch lab, you know, three-day event, our free um, uh, multi-day event, we give you the you know high level steps, what the mistakes to avoid, really teaching people what this actually means to us and how we use it to create high revenue months and those big cash and injections in our business. Obviously, right, I'm going to invite you into the next steps, which are launch like a queen. And so I transition. I transition from, hey, teaching, I'm I'm your, you know, your teacher. I'm giving you value here in this context. This is, you know, maybe something to think about differently, do differently, etc. To hey, if you want to go deeper, here's what this looks like. This is what I have for you, and this is my offer. And so Again, I know it sounds pretty fundamental or basic, but you would be surprised to know, and this may even be you, how many people really just skimp over that or try to even skip it altogether, hoping that, well, if I just taught them a bunch of stuff, maybe they'll reach out to me and just ask. And don't get me wrong, there's people that will do that. But the intent really is to um, make that really clean transition. Now, I will say one of the most important things when you think about the offer invitation whether it's during a masterclass or during a multi-day event, right? The pitch, when we start to talk about our program, our paid program, right? Our paid service, if you have more of a service model, it is important that this is not the first time somebody's hearing about your offer. If it is, you know, generally, when you think about a, a more colder person, right? Maybe your launch event is the first time they've even heard about you. And so they're not, they haven't been following you for a while. They haven't been on your Instagram or, you know, your Facebook group or whatever. And so this will be the first time they hear about you. However, one of the things that I love to do is I always say from the get-go, we will be inviting you to this specific offer. That like this is... I'm bringing you here to give value and also invite you to my offer. And we talk about this with our clients all the time and people will say, well, I don't want them to just think that I'm bringing here, them here to pitch. I'm like, well, you kind of are. <laughs> but you're not. You're not just pitching. You're not just giving them the invitation, right? You're giving so much value. So don't give yourself or don't lose that that service heart of the fact that you are giving value just by inviting them in and showing them a new way. In the launch event podcast episode, we talked about the you know the teaching, the transforming and really, you know, how to avoid the most and biggest common mistake that we see which is overteaching, right? We talk about that sort of um, bloated feeling, giving your people too much that they're like literally so uncomfortable. I just liken it to, you know, eating too much versus sort of starving them. And right, they're just like not, it doesn't even create that hunger for what you have. It's really that balance of, I want to give you some really incredible um, tangibles, but mostly I want to shift you into a new dimension where you're not just seeing something differently but you see the path and guess what I have the path and I'm going to help you implement the path that's how I love to think about it is like in this live launch series right 
I'm giving you the high level and even a lot of details within the high level, you know, the five stages. You can and probably will go implement this on your own and create success. You should. This is the point, right? I'm like, that's how I want all of my content to be. I want to always be serving at the highest level. I also know that we go deeper together when we work together and launch like a queen, where we're actually designing your launch event together. We're designing your launch assets. We're creating your your email sequences together through, you know, copy clinic. You're getting, you know, specified pitch um, training with our sales expert. You're getting the exact you know, templates and scripts that we use for ours, for, you know, our highest converting assets. Like it's so much more robust, right? I don't even have time to give all of that to you or even the vehicle to give all that to you through an audio experience. And even in, in a launch event, you don't either. And so it's really about showing them the path. And then it, the, the offer invitation is like, we're going to implement this path together. That's how I really love to think about it. And so when you think about transitioning from teaching to now you're inviting them to the offer, it helps you discern, okay, now I'm all in on my offer and my only job is to now give these people all the information they need to make the best decision that's aligned with their desires. And so how this helps you is that you do need to give the awareness and the intention to your offer in the way that it deserves. So we're not skimping over it. We're not just mentioning it and be like, I'm around if you need anything and then hanging up. (laughs) We're not saying, do you have questions? And then ending the call when you get a little bit of silence. We're not just mentioning the name of the offer and then telling them to email us for questions and wrap up. We're really moving into a, a scenario where you are giving them the full details of why your offer is the best thing to help them get what they want. And so one of the things we do with Launch Like a Queen is just help you bring more awareness to like, what are the offer benefits? What are your program benefits that you should highlight during your pitch in order to really create more of that compelling desire? But here's what's really cool is if you've done the work in the first phases and you have been consistently, you know, um, delivering value and building connection with them and highlighting your expertise by the time that they get to your offer, right? It's just closing in on some of those details. They're already like super warm. So we don't need to do silly things like, you know, a stack, (laughs) like a stack, an offer stack with like slashing prices or like, I don't even really assign values to things anymore I know it's like there's probably stats there that show that that's effective and I'm sure it is but this doesn't mean any of that what it is is are you demonstrating your offer and and communicating your offer in the most compelling way if you're saying things like we meet every week and you get you have 12 modules and you get access to me like those things are not compelling We want to make sure that the problem is being addressed and the solution is being addressed and you get to show them what the best features are of your program in addition to filling in the details from there. Most people want to talk a lot about their features when some of that, yes, it counts and it can be included somewhere, it can be mentioned, 
but we want to really, really double down on the program benefits and the most exciting quote unquote features, if you will, it's more of a benefit, I still think, that is going to really push people over the edge. So in the offer invitation, we're, one of the hacks that I'll share with you is I, I'll ask for permission. I ask for permission. I will wrap up. And here's the other thing is that you need to give yourself enough time to pitch, right? We want to give ourselves enough time to invite people. And so 10 minutes, not enough. 20 minutes, maybe, but really a full 30 to 40 minutes with additional time to hang on if you have questions. But all that being said, what I really still want to drive home, and I know that I have several times in throughout the series but the pitch should not be the first time they're hearing your offer and so what I really want to make clear whether you are doing you know a shorter form you know couple hour masterclass or a multi-day event is that we're still consistently weaving in the name of our, our offer talking about how we help our clients right even by simply saying that we go deeper on this particular topic in you know, insert name of your program. And so really making clear that it's not just the pitch that is bringing attention to the offer. It's throughout the entire experience, right? We even put this in our PS throughout our email sequence that's coming before the launch event. That's like, we are going to be inviting you to this thing, or, you know, we will be opening enrollment. It's application only. It's exclusive. You need to apply now. And this is what creates the really, really strong, desire because we have people asking us before we ever get to the pitch we have people messaging us and being like I just need to know like how can I join your program how can I work with you I want to be the first in line this is what happens when you don't just leverage the offer invitation stage to share about your offer but your entire launch sequence right so when you think about overall in your content, you're always talking about your offer, right? And then you leverage their launch runway to massively build momentum around you and your offer. And you're going all, all in on a very specific narrow focus, which is so powerful. That's why we love the launch event sort of um, angle is because you get to go a little bit more narrow, a little bit deeper on something. And Again, it gives your audience a little bit of a new flavor, but it's bringing more of this overall brand awareness. And so it creates that momentum of desire and demand. And so before you ever even get to your pitch event or your your pitch, if done well, you should already be getting inquiries about your offer. So, but all that being said, let's talk about the quote unquote pitch, if you will. And, or, you know, we call this the offer invitation. Whether you're in a multi-day event, um, or masterclass. Obviously, this specific part comes after you are teaching. Now, if you're doing a multi-day event, this is really just going to depend on how long it is, the sequence of events, the the sequence of content, and I'll generally have a recommendation for you on like which day to do the pitch. I don't wait until the last day, generally. Now, sometimes I do. It just, again, all depends. This is something that I would um, be able to personally recommend for you when you work with us. But making sure that you give yourself ample time. We hear from a lot of clients that they, by the time they get to their pitch, they're already sort of, you know, 
through the the content for that day or like have used up all their time so let's say you're doing a multi-day event you're keeping each day's training to about an hour and on pitch day you go 45 minutes and then you're trying to rush through for the last 15 minutes it's just not going to be enough time so what I really strongly recommend is you give yourself enough time. And usually when we design this together, we build it in so that the pitch is a very natural transition from the content to the pitch, but it's still like you're teaching so that you can absolutely just feel like you have that space to just you know talk about your offer in the most authentic way. Now let's talk about that because I know that pitching and selling is just something that again creates a lot of negative emotions for people. And when I ask people what comes up when I say selling, I get things like nerves, ickiness, fear, avoidance. Literally, these are the words that you guys have given me. And I ask you, I ask you this question in our live events. And I really want to change that trajectory for you because ultimately selling is serving. And if you are not selling, then you are not going to be able to create the transformations at the deepest level that you do desire. Now, again, your content, your free content will create incredible experiences for your audience. But you and I both know that the biggest transformations happen inside of your containers, inside of your paid containers. And when you show up in service to your audience, thinking about who you need to be and what you need to be doing in order to create the biggest transformation, not only for your audience, your potential clients, but you, you, right? Because you're not in this just to help other people, right? Selfishly, we're all in it for our own reasons too. When you step into that bold version of you and you drop all the way into service and selling, which these two are the same in my mind, you completely elevate yourself. You completely show up as the category leader because it gives other people permission to step into their most authentic selves, to ask for the things that they want, to do the things they want to do, and ultimately change their life, right? This is all what, like, that's what selling is. Selling is change management. Selling is serving. Selling is transformation. Like selling is the highest form of of serving when you do it well. Now we've all had those really awful experiences of, you know, walking onto a car lot and getting totally bombarded by all the salesmen or like being in in even a sales call with somebody else where they're pushing you to buy and you're like I don't I kind of was thinking about it then but I am absolutely totally turned off by you because you're pushing me selling is not about making people buy something they don't want selling is giving all of the information you possibly can to your potential clients so that they can make the best decision that's in alignment to their future now a lot of your people though the problem is they haven't gotten the result that they want, not because they don't really know how. Most of your highest quality buyers, if you think about a high-end buyer, somebody that is an investor, right? They invest to solve their problems. They're paying, you know, housekeepers to clean the house because they value time over <laughs> over money. Um, they are, you know, seeing a functional practitioner because they 
want to invest in their hormone health, their brains. You have people that are buying books because they want to invest in their learning. You have, you know, your your premium buyers are already investing their time, money, and energy to solve the problems that they have. And it's not necessarily that they don't know how. It's a lot of times it's just they don't understand the gap and they just need help filling that gap. And of course, you helping them see your unique pathway is going to create more of that desire and demand towards you and your offer. But a lot of times they're just getting in their own way. We're all in our own way. And it's really less about like what you're doing and it's shifting you know, your highest level results are going to come from your highest level thoughts. And so when you can help your clients really just see the gap and help them see that in order to do things they've never done before, right? Create the results they've never created before. It's about thinking differently. And this is simply even showing, right, a new path, your pathway to the results you help them get, which is which is likely unique than how they're used to seeing or even helping them see that they have everything they already need, right, to create the results they want. It's just a matter of um, shifting, you know, a few things here and there. But ultimately, really, really going all in on this stage of the launch to give your offer the attention and awareness it deserves and also giving your people all the information they need to make the best possible decision. And so I'll even say, like, I want you to be a hell yes or a hell no. This isn't about just sort of being indecision. I want you to experience and walk away with a firm decision because the worst thing that you could do, that I could do, that any of our potential clients could do is be in the gray and never make decisions. And a lot of people, a lot of our people, a lot of our ideal clients, a lot of your ideal clients, one of the things that they one of the biggest reasons they haven't gotten what they want as it relates to weight loss or relationships or business is because they haven't made decisions in alignment to what they want they keep making decisions in regards to the current circumstances of today and all they know is what got them here And you have to take them to that next step. And you have to give them the information they need to make that next step and help them see that it's time to make new decisions and alignment to your future. And it's important that you, it's going to feel like overselling, right? I want you to oversell. We're overselling in context to, again, putting out all the cards. We're giving out all the cards on the table. It's like, I want to give you everything you need to make a decision, whether that's a yes or no. And that means we're really, really helping them um, see the details of the program, what it's going to help them do, and help them see what might get in the way from them making a really great decision. So we're overcoming objections, knowing the biggest limiting factors that are your ideal clients are coming up against that's hitting a wall, right? So an example of this is we know That in order to grow to multiple six figures, you have to not grow your audience. You just have to go deeper with the audience you already have and create this marketing machine that's going to help you really turn up the dial on your message and start to attract and enroll clients in volume. And we know this because we see it time and time again. We did it and our clients are doing 
it. And we know that one of the biggest objections people have in this stage is like they're focused on all the wrong things. They think they need a bigger following in order to grow to multiple six figures. But we're here to say that you don't need any of that. And we show stories that demonstrate, hey, you don't need a bigger following. You just need a, a more dialed in message. You just need a more dialed in marketing machine. You just need to, right, really dial in your live launch method. You just need to dial in your scalable offer, whatever that looks like. But what I'm trying to share is your people have objections about your niche, about your industry, about you, about your particular offer. And as we move into the offer invitation, even to the post-launch strategy, which we're going to talk about in the next episode, you have to overcome those objections. That is selling. And you have to really, really firmly believe in your heart and in your mind that your offer is the best possible solution for them because they're there. They came, if you have an aligned launch event with your offer, then you've already pulled out your premium clients. They're all there. And so even if they say, like we'll hear a lot of times, I'm not ready for this. Well, that doesn't really match up with the actions, right? And so what we know is that we actually didn't do our job demonstrating the full value because they came to that launch event. We get a lot to like, I'm already in a program or I already have a coach. And so it's like, well, why did you, there's a reason you came to this launch event. There was something that was missing in your life or your business that attracted you to this launch event. And so we actually don't really believe that. (laughs) Again, we believe it. And that's what people will even trick themselves into believing. But it's an objection. There's something underneath that's preventing them from ultimately making the purchase from you. It has nothing to do with whether or not they have another coach because, again, they came to this launch event because they were missing something. And so we have to really dig deep and figure out where there isn't a connection. It's either they don't believe in you, right? Meaning like they don't trust you, they don't trust your offer, or they don't trust themselves. And so we have to really just knock over each of those dominoes so that you can have that ripple effect. And if we can overcome those objections, then the offer really does become a no-brainer, especially after you've just spent time with them teaching about your methods, your concepts, your philosophy, right? Giving them that value. So this is why the live launch process works so well is because all of these things, what normally would take 60, 90, even years to move somebody through a sales cycle, right? We're overcoming objections. We're going from from no to like to trust. You know, sometimes that can take a long time. But when you execute this entire live launch process in its full entirety and also do it well, you're you're doing it all at once. And that is why it's so powerful. But this offer invitation stage, when you're moving to the pitch, when you're really inviting them to experience deeper level transformations with you and alongside of you, we are ultimately it's all here, right? It's like, this is my offer. This is who it's for. This is what it does. It. This is you if, right? This is for you if. This is not for you if. And we're really dropping into that. So some details that come up a lot inside of Launch Like a Queen is when people don't know what their call to action should be. And so when we pitch or close out the pitch, right? We've demonstrated our offer. We're taking questions, et cetera. You have a call to action. It's enroll now, uh, book a call, apply now. There's several different uh, calls to action. And 
this is really going to depend on the price point of your offer, how skilled you are in your selling, um, how long the offer has been in the industry, um, really the rhythm around it, the messaging around it, your buyer, like there's so many factors that go into what your call to action should ideally be. Now you can do whatever you want, but if you want to really set yourself up for success, then it's important to understand these elements and how they play into the type of call to action. So I just had a client today on one of our Launch Like a Queen calls and she's gearing up for her masterclass and she was taught, she came from, you know, another program and was taught like the traditional webinar style, like super pitchy, also really out of integrity, out of alignment, really not her voice. And so this new method for creating her masterclass has been really fun to watch her lean into that. And we are talking about that call to action and like what her process ideally would look like to not only serve her clients at the best possible level but also to lean into her and fine-tuning how she wants to show up and initially it was like apply now and then if your application is approved we'll send you a link to join now we did that on our first um launch like a queen cohort and at the time when we first brought this to market, it was a $4,800 offer. And so for like a 5K offer to do no sales call, that's pretty risky traditionally, right? Traditionally, what we see is anything under 2K, even 3K, you can get away without a sales call. But again, it depends on the maturity of you as a CEO, not a coach. This has nothing to do with your expertise. It's the marketing and the selling behind it, which is a skill that most of you have to fine tune because again, a lot of you didn't go in to entrepreneurship to become a better marketer or a better seller. But that is what you have learned you need to do because that's a part of the process. That is a part of the role of a CEO when it's only you. Eventually, you'll have a marketing unit, you'll have a sales unit, you'll have an operations unit, and you don't have to do a lot of that. But right now, you wear all the hats, most of them. And so when you are developing that skill, the best way is to get on a call with somebody. A sales page will convert less than 3%. A sales call will convert you know, 50 to 70%. We'll see like much higher, especially after you work with our sales expert but so we want to set ourselves up for success when we're really starting to develop our skills in marketing and selling and pitching so it's like remove as many barriers as you can and what I recommended to our client is since she was really starting to get momentum in her offer and dial up that really dial it up if you will or throw volume is to have the application and then immediately book a call. So I love the application. If you know who you like, who your ideal client is, and also I think that you know I'm a big promoter of like we don't just take anybody and everybody for clients. We have like for us, right? Um, for depending on the offer for Launch Like a Queen, we have very specific qualifications for that offer. And so we're looking very closely at the application. Now for 10K Content Collective, that is not designed to only be for you if you have certain qualifications, right? That is like how we want to get you in and just help you as best as possible to get faster results and get you, you know, those foundations and moving 
through like everything you need to know in as short a time as possible so you can actually get results. And so again, it depends on your offer, but really the application just lets people know that you're, you know, who you're looking for, you're selective in who you want to work with. And also it helps them just prepare. It's like there's prep work, you know, when you see a doctor or when you sign up for a massage, even right, you have to fill out paperwork. And so it's just really helping them see that that's part of your process. You're a business, you're a business owner, you're a CEO, and you have processes that are going to create optimal results, not just for you, but your potential clients. So when you go back to this example, is like, um, I didn't recommend to her to just have the application and then, you know, if your application is approved to send the link to info or send the link to buy, because right now she doesn't even have a fully fleshed out sales page because that is not what I wanted for her yet. And again, you're noticing, right? We're just building in the layers based on the season you're in, the maturity you're in. And like, if you are spending all this time creating these assets you don't have, you're not serving your audience. You're not getting clients. And so I'm very selective of like, what we want to add in as far as the layers of your live launch and the layers of your marketing machine to get you optimal results as you grow, right? Now her next launch, right? We might add in one of those components or create a more elevated experience on her sales page, if you will. But right now it's application book call. And so her call to action in her offer invitation, when she's pitching her offer, right? It's like, if you want in, or if you want this thing, right? If you want to join now, if you want to work with me, your next step is to apply now, right? After you apply, you'll get a link to book a call with me. And that is when we go deeper into the details of the offer and whether or not this is a good fit for you. And so we're telling them, we're telling them the process. People underestimate the power in process. When people know what's coming and they understand what next steps are and they have a clear picture of like what to do is like the best marketing ever. So a lot of people really leave, it's like all in their head. And so it makes sense to them. But when you look at say like an opt-in page, when people are building their masterclass opt-in page and it says like free masterclass, join now. And there's like no dates, there's no time. There's really no details of like, is it virtual? Is it in person? It's like, because we have it all in our head and most of these things things seem basic to us, we leave them out in that communication process. But you have to over communicate the details. And this is no different than in your offer invitation. So we're pitching the offer, we're letting them know what it is, who it's for, what it does, right? The highlights of it which we can help you extract, but then we're telling them this is what next steps are. That's your call to action. And the rest of the experience, right, from the offer invitation to the post-launch strategy, which we'll talk about in the next episode, is giving them all the information they need to make a decision and also continuing to give them that call to action. This same call to action throughout. It doesn't change. It's the same. And it's going to feel like you're redundant, but it's totally okay. And so this is speaking this is selling from stage again it's virtual it's like this is the skill that you must master in order to have six seven figure business for life I was just telling my um, clients inside of launch like a queen this morning is that you are not just launching you are not just pitching you are 
really fine tuning and developing that speaking skill, which is going to serve you so well as a coach, as a leader, as a category disruptor, right? And I know most of you desire to speak on stage. Most of you desire to have thousands of people in front of you or serve a bigger audience. And when you think about really amplifying that reach, this is the skill you have to master. And most people avoid it like the plague, just like just general selling. And so it keeps people stuck. It keeps people playing small. But when you can actually take this as your, this is your, challenge. This is your responsibility in how great can you be at pitching? How great can you be at selling, right? Because ultimately when you can sell from stage and do it in the most authentic, genuine and powerful way, oh my gosh, right? Everything's going to change for you. I look at my my evolution of my own skills and the first time that I did even like a live video, And again, you know, that's a virtual stage, thousands of people watching. Um, I was so awkward. (laughs) And then I think about my first masterclass and I had no freaking idea what I was doing, right? All I knew was what I was seeing other people do. And really like I could find my voice. I could, you know, speak, I could hear it. I could feel it come out, but like I could not control anything I was saying. I was such a nervous wreck. And even, you know, rewind all the way back to my corporate days when I had literal public speaking anxiety and I had to deliver, you know, presentations in front of boards and in front of big, you know, large scale leadership teams. And I would black out. I was like pitting out and black, like I would forget everything that I said. My voice was super shaky. I was just really unsure of myself. But over time, that's developed and grown and I am such a natural speaker. And what it has given me is the gift of even, you know, becoming a better coach, really becoming a better mentor and be able to really, you know, make faster decisions, really filter through sort of the noise and and make that come out in a way that's compelling. Like there's so much, there's so many benefits to you really fine tuning the skill. It's, it's more than just an offer invitation. It's more than just a pitch. Like you have no idea when you really lean into this process, although it's going to be the thing that makes you the most uncomfortable, likely if you're like, you know, 99% of our clientele, it is, you know, the first handful of times or even more than that, right? It's going to feel not very natural. It's going to feel a little uncomfortable, but it's such a valuable skill that you have to have in order to really disrupt your industry and really climb to that top. So the offer invitation is incredible. It's, it's the transitional point in the whole live launch experience. It's your opportunity to really show up as that leader for other people and show them the way and double down on your message and the conviction behind it. And really, really, really help your audience make the best possible decision by giving them everything they need to do that. And so inside of Launch Like a Queen, we have pitch perfect sessions with our sales expert and we're getting, (laughs) I mean, she is literally a genius. And every time that our clients have a call with her, they're just like, they walk away literally mind blown. I told her the other day, I was like, cause they were asking for more sessions with her. And I was telling her that and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm just chopped liver at this point, but it feels so good that our clients can get served in that way. And ultimately it's not just me. It is not just me that creates this experience for our clients, right? It's, it's my team. It's the layers of expertise that we have built within the company. And I don't want to be the only person, um, 
you know, in that process, I want it to be a really comprehensive experience. So that's how we really help you fine tune is these pitch perfect sessions. And you learn the, the, the methodology behind it. You obviously learning from me is sort of the overall process, but going really, really deeper with her and having that access to her to ask questions is really incredible. So we have specific training within launch like a queen that helps you really transition into that offer invitation and how to deliver that in a more powerful way. Um, but ultimately the biggest thing you can do for yourself and you don't have to hire anybody or purchase anything, but it's really just leaning into this as uncomfortable as it might feel and give your offer the attention it deserves and give your audience the, the best possible chance (laughs) to, really make right the best decision aligned to their future desires. So I hope you enjoy this. Now, in our last episode, five-part series, last one, fifth, we're talking about the post-launch sequence. And this is ultimately where the conversions come in, right? So all this point up to now, you, you peaked on the mountain. Now we're starting to descend and you're going to see obviously the natural curve down, right? People are dropping off. People are deciding not to buy, et cetera, et cetera. But this is where the rubber hits the road and you allow people to say yes. And you have a process behind it that can bring on people right in, in that volume, but mostly you are wrapping up strong. Unfortunately, I see so many people close out way too early and they have no idea that they're leaving so much money on the table. So the last episode, we're going to talk about the post-launch strategy, what that looks and feels like and what it does and also the biggest mistakes to avoid. So we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.